This is a marketing communication. Please refer to the key information document or KID before making any final investment decisions. Investing involves risk. The value of an investment and the income from it may fall as well as rise and investors might not get back the full amount invested. Past performance does not predict future returns. The mention of any particular security or strategy should not be considered as a recommendation. For further information on the Brunner Trust, please go to www.brunner.co.uk. Hello and welcome to the 15th and latest installment of Connected Investor, the podcast from the Brunner Investment Trust. I'm Joe Lynham, the BBC presenter and News Talk business editor. And in this podcast, we're going to look at whether some of the drivers that pushed up inflation last year are starting to dissipate, as well as the issue of aging and how that impacts on investment, the markets and, of course, the Brunner Fund. We're joined by the portfolio manager of the Brunner Investment Trust, Christian Schneider. Hello, Christian. Hi, Joe. Hope you're well. I am very well. Thank you very much. Can we start, Christian, with the factors that led us to seeing almost double-digit inflation in many Western markets last year? It was mostly the cost of energy soaring, but not just that. And are those drivers uh, retreating, and if so, falling quick enough? Yeah, Joe, good point. Uh, energy was a big, big chunk of that increase, of course, uh, and the, the tragedy, tragedy in the Ukraine uh, had a fair share of it. However, that was just a part of it, actually. After COVID, uh, the economies worldwide came out of uh, kind of a kind of a lockdown, a slow motion, if you will, and demand for all sorts of goods skyrocketed. Uh, and that came together with kind of still a lockdown in China, where a lot of production happens, uh, kind of global supply chains being still disrupted. Uh, so you had big demand on one hand and limited supply in, in another part. So while it, um, energy and its derivatives was a big part of it, it was all sorts of goods and services that kind of um, had short supply. Like think of semiconductors, of course, which, which was prominent too. And this led to the strong inflation, uh, of course, we've seen last year. Now, some of the factors, to your point, have kind of slowed down significantly. Uh, there is a year-over-year effect, so we're uh, comping against a high base in some of those, those those factors. But unfortunately, it has rolled through into wage inflation, service inflation uh, lately. And while inflation, the headline numbers are coming down, the key question is, will they uh, move low enough to satisfy uh, central bank needs? Yeah, the real worry is that core inflation, which doesn't include energy and a few other things, will remain persistently high because I'm guessing central banks are really focused on that more than the headline stuff. That's true, indeed. Uh, the cost of living for people is what uh, what they're spooked about. And as this trickles through into into the wage increase demands by uh, by workers out there, legitimate, but it's a fear of central bankers as it can become a self-fulfilling prophecy if it spirals up over time. Now, um, in the early 1980s, Christian, you're, you and I are too young, of course, to remember that, but uh, Paul Volcker was in charge of the Federal Reserve in America, and he was accused of weakening the US economy by driving up interest rates way too quickly in order to kill off inflation. 
Is there a risk that if the Fed and the ECB and the Bank of England continue to hike up, that they actually might throw the baby out with the bathwater? Yes, you're right. He slowed down the economy significantly with his uh, inflation fighting in the 80s. That being said, he had to do it, kind of looking back. Um, if you remember, the inflation started already in 1973, and initial um, inflation fighting exercises by central banks uh, were much to to lose actually to break the inflation spiral at the, at the time and inflation is a bad thing for the economy because um, consumers feel less wealthy suddenly they consume less uh, investment decisions by companies are deferred because they are unsure about contracts and the margins they make. Just think of a good old movie. I saw it recently with my kids, Rocky One. Uh, if you look, watch Rocky One, actually, it's a desperate environment, kind of poor people uh, actually in deserted uh, kind of places. The economy is, was on their knees. You think back, that was 1976. That was well before Paul Falker uh, came into play. So he broke basically this connection, actually. He had to slow down the economy. And unfortunately, that is what, what central banks are trying nowadays too. They are trying to create some demand destruction out there in order to bring supply and demand back into balance. And this will inevitably slow down the economy to some extent. To what degree is the key question. Yeah, and you're often accused of being too late to the party or too quick to the party. It'll be very interesting to see whether the core inflation that we're watching so closely will come down quick enough. Can I make a turn, uh, Christian, and bring you to something which is quite interesting, and that is our aging population, what it means for decision makers, for governments, for policymakers, um, for politicians, and even for central bankers. We are living longer, thank goodness, and mostly we're living healthier lives but a lot of us are deciding do you know what i don't want to work until i'm mid or even late 60s and they kind of emerged from lockdown and the pandemic and they said you know what i'm going to work the hours that work for me um i don't need all the extra money i want a quality of life rather than a quantity of cash how do policymakers react to that and what does it mean for investment decisions, notably for Brunner? Very good question, of course. I mean, it's impacting very many countries across the globe, from most European countries, the US to some extent, lesser extent though. Um, Asian countries like Japan, Korea uh, have a significant demographic issue. And now even China is is in, in that uh, wheelhouse. So um, it is clearly impacting government decisions as far as um, many social security systems are basically paid out of the uh, wages created by the people currently in workforce population. They're paying into the, the healthcare system. They are paying into public pensions and uh, at financing the, uh, the pensioners at, at the time, actually. And as the cohorts being in workforce population are shrinking and those are in retirement growing, there is an increasing disbalance between the two, of course. Uh, policymakers have to react. And think about France, actually, where President Macron is currently trying to increase the entry age into um, uh, the retirement system in order to to break um, break this link here at this this point in time. But of course, it impacts uh, corporations. You see a tight labor market currently. Wages are rising. Uh, much to your point, people 
are kind of late coming back from from COVID or deferring to coming back from COVID uh, lockdowns full to work, uh, that is, is squeezing margins for companies. We at Brunner look at kind of how we can try to benefit uh, from those trends, uh, kind of companies that help um, the an aging population to some extent. As you know, as as uh, populations get older, certain diseases, for example, uh, do are on the rise. So uh, the propensity to have diabetes, for example, is increasing with age. So we're investing in companies that help solve the diabetes issues for the population out there, trying to cater to the population, make them live longer, more happy life over time. Fighting cancer is another thing. Again, propensity to have cancer rises with age. So we're investing in, um, in companies that find good medicine to treat cancer, fight cancer, and cure people out there. So those are things we're trying to do at Brunner to, to cope with demographic issues. What about uh, lifestyle companies? Because if the the middle-aged man or woman out there wants to spend a lot of more of his or her money, um, I just wonder whether there's something to be said for investing in those kind of lifestyles. I don't know whether that's cruise companies or whether that's uh, restaurants or hotels, but uh, you, you're right about the healthcare side of things, but maybe... Is there an issue with lifestyle that could be looked at for investment funds? Absolutely, absolutely. Various ways to in, invest in, in demographic topics. Uh, lifestyle is, is one of them. You mentioned the people kind of deferring coming back from COVID, working less hours. One reason is they make good money. Second reason is they inherited over time some money. Kind of, We are facing a cohort that... Uh, has some money being passed over from generation to generation since the world war that are wealthier than ever before and that can afford to to stay at home at some point these kind of people have ways of of spending and find ways of spending their money actually and 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 live a happy lifestyle at an older age of course and clearly we're trying to benefit but also uh, clearly for the pension systems, as as I mentioned before, they're under pressure, kind of less people paying into it and more people taking out of it. So there's a need for in kind of saving for your own retirement for very many people out there. And so the asset management industry provides solutions. Companies that serve the healthcare industry in, in terms of dealing with increased cost pressures. Um, so those are places we're trying to invest in, uh, kind of companies that find solutions for the demographic problem that is out there and is is hurting societies. Yeah, it's it's something that we will have to ponder, I suppose, over the next few years. Um, how do we cater for all these people who are living longer, healthier lives? And how do we pay for them, as you say, because uh, the people who are currently working are usually paying for those who have already stopped working. Thank you very much, Christian, the Portfolio Manager for the Brunner Investment Trust. That's all the time we have for this episode of Connected Investor. And thank you for joining us. But make sure you're subscribed to the Connected Investor podcast wherever you get your podcasts so that you don't have to go hunting for it next time. And thank you all for listening. We value your views. We're keen to know what you think, so get in touch. You can contact us via the website at www.brunner.co.uk. From Christian and from me, Joe Lynham, ta-ta for now. Mm-hmm.